Hello and welcome. This is the College Exploration Spotlight Podcast. My name is Melanie and I am a Teen Services Specialist at Charlotte Mecklenburg Library. As part of our College and Career Connections Initiative, we are interviewing recent graduates from a variety of colleges. These interviews can help you on your own path to choosing a college. All opinions expressed by interviewees are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Charlotte Mecklenburg Library, nor its affiliates. Their opinions are based upon their own experiences and information which they consider to be reliable at the time of this recording. Going to college is a major adjustment for most teens. It can be even more of a challenge for teens who have disabilities, but we don't often hear their stories of success and perseverance. Today's guest is definitely someone who has overcome the odds to accomplish her educational goals. Maggie has just graduated with her associate's degree from Mitchell Community College. I want to thank you for coming on the show today, first of all. Um, I know this is a very personal topic, and I'm hoping that talking about your educational journey, your strengths, your weaknesses, the tough times, and the triumphs will perhaps inspire someone else who has a disability that may have been thinking about college to actually look into it further. Um, I think you're very inspirational, and I'm so glad that you decided to join us today. Welcome, Maggie, and congratulations on your graduation. Hi, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. To start out, would you be willing to tell us a little bit about your story? Like, what sort of disability do you have, and how does it manifest? I have a traumatic brain injury, and and it really manifests with, like, memory and, like, fine motor skills and stuff like that. I was very lucky that I am able to walk and talk and even even make it to high school, let alone college. Yeah, I, I think that's so amazing. Um, did you always plan to go to college? I always planned to go to college because it's always like the standardized plan. I knew I didn't want to go straight into the workforce. I know that in grades K through 12, if you have any sort of disability or learning difference, the school has to provide those accommodations for you, but that doesn't continue into college. Can you tell me what sort of accommodations you're receiving when you were in high school, and how did that translate for you into college? Uh, yeah, um, high school, uh, basically every while we had EOGs, every class that had like an EOG and every class that had like an EOC in high school, uh-huh. I had a um like an extra teacher in there. Most of my accommodations were testing accommodations. Oh, okay. You needed some accommodations, but not like a high level. Yeah. From talking with you earlier, I know you said that you originally 
attended UNCG, North Carolina State University at Greensboro, after high school graduation. Um, what was the decision-making process for choosing that particular school? Like, I had talked to them at the, like, college fair in, in high school when I was a senior. Right. And they, they had one of the best um, disabilities offices. And I've talked to other people with disabilities that, that I'm friends with and that go to UNCG. Mm-hmm. And they also said that UNCG has one of the best disability offices. That's fantastic to hear that from your friends. You know, it's somebody's point of view that you can kind of trust with what is a really big decision in life especially if you do have learning differences or disabilities. So what was it that the disabilities office actually did for you as far as accommodations and that sort of thing? They helped me, like, getting accommodations for testing. But to get those accommodations, I had to remember to schedule my tests Mm-hmm. Like two weeks out. Okay. And sometimes I'd forget that because I'd be so involved with what's right in front of me that I'm not thinking two weeks down the line. Right. And I think keeping track of deadlines is a struggle for any college freshman, pretty much. Especially if you're not used to college and all the rigorous yeah. coursework. Yeah, and I, another thing that really, like, I don't want to say held me back, but it was, I don't know, but I had untreated mental health issues Mm -hmm. that didn't get help until I was in college. Okay. So, like. So that was something you found on campus that was available. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's normal for people with brain injuries, mm-hmm. especially TBIs, and to um, need like mood stabilizers. But I didn't get that until college. So okay, yeah, that was definitely something that kind of shackled me a little bit. And I'd like to add. I know that a lot of people struggle with mental health issues, and sometimes in high school, especially if you're in a small school or small town, you don't want to reach out and try to get help. Um, But once you get to college, you have your student health center right there. Um, It's a different atmosphere, and I think it's a great opportunity to step up and get mental health help if you need it. So I'm really glad to hear that that was something you were able to do on campus. Yeah. And also, college is an extremely stressful time for many young people. And sometimes it's a it's quite an adjustment to make, as you've mentioned. Um, I think it's important to look around you on the college campus 
and realize that you're not alone, that there's other people feeling the same way you are. And um, the college is used to students who feel this way. So don't feel afraid to say something or ask for assistance. Sounds like your freshman year was really challenging. Definitely. It was difficult. It was difficult. In high school, I had teachers that, like, knew me. Yeah. That, like, knew you, and you get, like, one-on-one time sectioned off with that teacher, or not one-on-one time, but, like, yeah, more Meet more attention. Small groups that you like don't have a choice mm-hmm. on, you know. Right. And in college, teachers are kind of just in freshman level classes are just spewing information at you mm-hmm. in a fifty-minute, um, hour and forty-five-minute period. And if you don't understand it, tough crap because you have to go because you have to make adjustments to your schedule to go meet with with, the, uh, with them in their office hours. And if their office hours and your free time doesn't line up, yeah, kind of like be a challenge for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like in high school everything is mapped out for you the whole day. Yeah. And in college yeah. you have to kind of manage your own time and your own schedule. Yeah. I was there a year and a half. The a standard GPA that you have to have at UNCG to stay on good standing is a two point Okay. And my my first semester I made two D's. Okay. I made two D's, a C, and a B. Wow. And that got me to a 1.9. Mm-hmm. So, I was placed on academic probation. And then you have to take this no-credit class online when you're on academic probation. Mm-hmm. And you have to get at least a B in that to even pass it. So what, what in your opinion, caused you to make the, make the Ds? Was it just like adjusting to the, the whole college thing? I, I think so. And like, I took a class called Intern. Right. Which wasn't what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And I just, I guess I was, like, too proud or something to drop it, you know? And it was just a bunch of reading, and I don't have a photographic memory or anything to where I'll read something, and it just goes, like... And then when you would have to take the quizzes, I'd be like, uh... Be like, What? I don't understand that. So I know from talking off mic earlier, um, you were able to get back on track after your academic probation. And 
classes were a little bit smaller the next year. Um, you were able to get your grades up. And then due to some life situations, you ended up transferring to Mitchell Community College. Yeah. Where, where is that located? Um, Mitchell has, Mitchell actually has three campuses. Two okay. in Statesville and one in Mooresville. The Mooresville campus is on, is like right now near downtown Mooresville. Okay. Main Statesville campus is like right near downtown Statesville. So. Okay. Which one did you attend? Most of my classes I did on the uh, Mooresville campus because I lived somewhere that was like a block away from there so it was just easier for me to get there that's convenient yeah and i don't drive uh -huh. so, so getting to statesville on a daily basis would be kind of hard because i'd have to wait on a bus and then right yeah were you able to transfer any of your credits from UNCG to Mitchell? Uh, yes. Most of my classes, except the classes I made D's and F's in, right. transferred. Oh, good. Yeah. And so I know from what you were saying earlier, it sounds like community college was a better fit. Do you agree with that? How was how is the community college different from your UNCG experience? Definitely better for your gen eds and stuff you have to take if you're getting a degree. I think I think community college is at a community college it like teachers that'll actually like bring you into the office and be like, okay, let's just sit down and talk about what happened here. So more personal attention. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Because when I transferred from UNCG to Mitchell, mm -hmm. the class sizes were perfect. They were small, small-ish, you know. But mm -hmm. in at UNCG, if one class I took was... um. I think right. I had 150, maybe. Oh, my goodness. Some people in that class at UNCG. I bet that was overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Community college professors have a lot of students with them. Right. But, like, they don't have, like, 200 students a semester. It's just a lower teacher to student ratio. Right. So like So if you if you had to start out again like your freshman year, knowing yeah. what you do now, would you have chosen community college first? Um I uh, I don't know, that's hard to say because every decision I've made from now in the past has led me to where I am now. I don't... Right. I don't know. I don't know. 
I think it's great that you've had the experience of both. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did they do testing accommodations for you at Mitchell? Um, yes, they did. And like you said, you have to initiate that yourself yeah. after yeah. you move to the yeah. disabilities office. Yeah. And um, did you have to provide, like, proof of your yeah. disability? Yeah. Uh, and you've kind, of <clears throat> you've kind of talked about this a little bit, but what's next for you? You're going back to UNCG? Yes, I am back at UNCG. I'm in three classes. I'm coming back. I'm involved in crew and college gyms. So, but I'm also trying to not get too involved. Right. In clubs and stuff. So I don't, don't overdo it and have to, and get like B's and C's in my classes. So. As we wrap up here, um, every person is different, of course, but do you have any advice for students with learning differences that might be considering college? Um, know your disability. Mm -hmm. Like, know how it manifests and what you need because they are going to try to kind of blanket everything mm -hmm. and if you don't make it known what you need you're not going to get it that's a good good point if if you don't and like just in general in college whether you have a disability or not mm -hmm. make sure you know your teachers like not just like on a professional level but not like just like oh I'm in class this day with this teacher and they teach this subject go to go to office hours if you have memory issues get a planner mm -hmm. get use your phone and set like timers and reminders for yourself I figured out that I work better when I write stuff down mm -hmm. or typing it on my phone. And that's helped a lot with like remembering due dates because I, I have no short term memory. Things go into my brain and come out of my brain. Happen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so write stuff down and like. Don't try to do it by yourself. Don't try to do stuff on an island. If you're just going into college as a freshman, especially at a university, mm -hmm. universities are much bigger than your high school. So there's a lot of different people that are not like you. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of different people with different views, different political views, different religions, different whatever, you know, and don't be afraid to have that, have a conversation with someone to just sit down and humanize someone that ha that thinks differently than you. Make those connections. I think yeah. that's a 
big part of the college experience is yeah. kind of getting out of your little bubble that you've yeah. been yeah. It'll, it'll be tempting to like finish your classes, do your classes, go right back to your dorm room and just not do anything. And shut the door, right? Shut the door and go to bed. And some days, I'm going to be honest, I did that. I did that. <laughs> Classes, especially that one time I took a class and got out at 4.45. I, I went home and went to bed, <laughs> you know? But, like, dang, college is so much easier when you have people in school that know you and want to do, like, not just schooling with you, but... Your life with you, your life after college, your life outside of college. Sometimes college students might have very troubling households. Right. That sometimes they need that escape. And if you need that escape... Reach out to one of your friends because I guarantee you they will give you that. Yeah. Maybe if it's not, if it's not a physical escape, mm -hmm. it'll at least be a, a mental escape. That's that's very good, very good advice. Like you said, just reaching out to people and being open to receiving help—that's um, a huge step. One more piece of advice. Okay. I have. Um, if you have a a, a, a mental disability like I do, mm -hmm. don't feel pressured to graduate in four years. Okay. Don't feel pressure to take four or five classes at one time. Mm -hmm. Because... I have figured out if I take four or five classes at one time, my brain can't handle it. Right. So it is better to take two or three classes and make A's and B's in those. Right. Than take four or five and make D's and F's. Right. Again, going back to know yourself. Yeah, know your limits. And reach out. Well, that wraps up our interview for today. Thank you so much for talking with us and being open and sharing about your experiences. And um, I certainly wish you all the best at UNCG this year. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. The Charlotte Mecklenburg Library wants to be able to help teens on their journey to college and career as best we can. So for more information about College and Career Connections, please visit the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library website, cmlibrary.org. Also, don't forget to check out our companion podcast, which is the Career Exploration Spotlight Podcast. We're interviewing people from various careers, who are telling us about their jobs and their educational paths as well. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard or you know someone who would, 
please share. Take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media. And don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you want to lend your personal support to what we're doing, just leave a review on your podcast provider. Tune in every other week for a new episode of the College Exploration Spotlight Series. We'll see you then.